0: Okay, so today I am going to talk about unrealistic expectations, trouble prioritizing, and perfectionism slash all or nothing thinking and a lot about how these things relate to attention deficit disorder. So I met with a 30 year old today and she was very overwhelmed planning her toddler's birthday party. And she told me she had really high expectations, like wanting the party to be like a Pinterest board or a Pinterest idea or ideas that she had seen. And she had all these elaborate plans like big displays and decorations, including foam boards and balloons and just some really cool stuff. But she was extremely overwhelmed and stressed. And this birthday is more than two weeks away which in my mind as an ADD person, that sounds like, whoa, she's way ahead if she's already kind of planning her decorations. (laughs) I'm usually like a night before or day of decorator. But um, she also noticed that her ADD has gotten, in her words, tremendously worse after having her toddler, um, who's a couple years old. Um, And she said, I cannot get my life together she also described a few interesting, surprising traits that I think people may not associate with ADD, but I'm seeing them very often with my ADD clients, but being extremely particular about things or maybe even kind of OCD, even if your house isn't extremely tidy, um, but being real particular or some people might say OCD about certain things or anal. So she said, these are some quotes from her. She said, she quote, wants things to look a certain way, like the refrigerator. She said, there are certain places that things go in the fridge and it makes no sense to put them in another place. And so she might tell her husband that doesn't go there. And um, it surprises him since she's not like an extremely neat housekeeper, And I have another male client who is about 40 who has said that his wife has ADD and she also has some surprisingly particular OCD type preferences, which really confuse him given that she's pretty messy (laughs) and disorganized, but then has some really like um, anal particularities, I guess. So um, I want to just comment on the fact that having the bar too high can lead to procrastination and often leads to feeling paralyzed and very overwhelmed. And a lot of people with ADD, including myself, sometimes are not aware that their expectations are unrealistic and perfectionistic and and maybe kind of OCD like I was saying. So These individuals often overestimate or inflate a task in their heads and, you know, underestimate themselves. So overestimate the task and underestimate themselves. And as I mentioned, they do have trouble prioritizing which tasks need to be done first and and what the right order is. And breaking things down into steps is notoriously a difficult task for people with ADD. And I really can relate to all of this, I have to say. Um, Quick example, I used to help when my kids were in elementary school with some of the school auctions and silent auctions getting like, donations that people could bid on. And after I'd been doing it a couple years, someone asked me if I could be in charge of laying it out and making it all look pretty and the signs and kind of the layout. And I said, Oh, thanks for asking and thinking I could do that. But I would not be good at that. All that organization and stuff is just not my strong suit. So there was another mother there that was like, Oh, I'll do that. She's like, I will nail it. And I was like, Wow, good. Thank you. And so when the event came around, and she did that job, I was kind of shocked that she thought that it was going to be easy and wonderful because it was nothing like what I had in my head. And I found myself thinking, well, I actually could have done at least that good of a job, (laughs) but I just underestimated myself and overestimated the task and was kind of being perfectionistic about it. So that's one example. Um, And another prioritizing example is kind of waiting until the last minute to do some of the most important things. If I'm having a birthday party for the kids or a dinner party, a lot of times I'm just at the very last minute getting dishes out, um, you know, glasses out. Some people might do that days ahead. And at the very last minute, I'm getting the essential things out. And very often I am not even ready like I haven't gotten dressed on my makeup. Sometimes I skip a shower and I'm like, this is so stupid. Like I'm having a dinner party and I haven't made any effort or taken a shower or anything, um, using dry shampoo or whatever to try to make up for it. So really poor time management, which is another classic ADD trait, um, definitely have that one. And I will also do things like unload the dishwasher in the morning before work or before I take the kids to school, and then at the last minute, it's time to go, and I haven't even gotten dressed for work. So somehow the dishwasher has been unloaded, but I'm not dressed, maybe don't have the kids' lunch made. So those are some prioritizing and time management examples. So I want to give you a few interesting examples of all-or-nothing thinking. So I had a client who he was about 70 years old, uh, 65, 70 at the time. This is an old example, but it just was a classic for me. And he and I both agreed years ago that he had ADHD and he heard from an old friend, a really nice long email from a friend from maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago. And the the man gave him a long update on his life. And he was just thrilled to get this and thrilled to hear from this man. And so he came and talked about it with me and said, um, Oh, I heard from an old friend and it was wonderful. And I'm going to eventually write him a long lengthy email with a huge update. And I said, well, did you respond at all? And he said, no, I didn't. Cause I want to give him a really long update. And I said, And I kind of know him (laughs) that, you know, he's perfectionistic for sure, and that he would probably be a bit all or nothing, like I'm not going to respond at all, or I'm going to write this like five page email. And so I said, well, what if you just respond to your friend and say, it's wonderful to hear from you. I loved your update. I am going to write you a long update soon, but I just wanted you to know that I got your email and it made my day and I will write more soon. And then it's something you can check off your list. It doesn't have to be amazing or perfect, but it's just a response. And, you know, it can really lower your stress just to address something, even if it's just in part. Um, Another example like this is I'll have a dinner party when my house is perfect or um, when I can do like a huge three course meal or something that's going to impress everybody. Um, I was really proud of one of my clients about a year ago. She was definitely a perfectionist and they had just been redoing their house and her husband really wanted her to have people over, but she was like, the house has to be completely done with all the artwork and all the couches that we're ordering and we can't have anyone over until it's perfect. And I kind of worked with her on that thinking and her husband and I, and, and she met together and we talked about it. Like, why does it have to be perfect? Why does everything have to be just so before you have people over? What's the purpose behind that? And maybe you can encourage people by having them over when your house isn't perfect. It's such an honor to be invited over to people's houses. And a lot of times they don't care. They they don't care if your food is home cooked. They don't care if it's some gourmet meal. They're just so happy to be invited. I don't think there's enough hospitality anymore. So, um, this woman had people over and they had a wonderful night. Her husband really appreciated that she wasn't being, you know, perfectionistic about it. And she felt really proud of herself for doing it and kind of lowering the bar in her mind. And, um, I thought that was a very courageous thing to do. And I love the way she was able to think differently about that. So, um, you know, what if you just had people over for a chili that took you 20 or 30 minutes or a pre-made lasagna that you bought? Like, why do you have to roll out the red carpet? I'm not saying that isn't nice, but it's just not necessary. Okay. Um, last example, This one is really cute and funny, and I hope my friend Amy listens to this. (laughs) That's ironic because, okay, this is one of my best friends from college named Amy, and she's just adorable. I love her so much, and I think she and I both agree that she has ADD, and it definitely runs in her family, Um, some of her kids and relatives, but she had said to me a couple times recently, "I feel so bad that I've never listened to any of your podcasts, and I think right now I have maybe eighty four episodes or eighty three I haven't even counted um because I'm not perfect and not on top of things um, but she was like, So Ken and I, my husband and I are gonna try to go through and we're gonna try to listen to all of your podcasts and I just was like, Amy." I would never expect you to listen to all of my podcasts. I would be thrilled if you even just listened to one. So, um, but she, I think, was paralyzing herself with this huge task of like, to be a good friend, I have to listen to all of Beth's podcast. And that's just not true at all. But then she's not doing anything. So kind of that all or nothing thinking of having the bar so high that is just really unattainable and very discouraging. And then you just have inertia. So um, anyway, so that is another example. And then I want to share just a few things you can do to help or deal with these issues. Um, maybe the the client I met this morning that was doing her toddler's birthday party I said, why don't you write a continuum or a scale of what would a 10 out of 10 birthday party look like? And then what would a one out of 10 birthday party look like? And what would a five out of 10 birthday party look like? And, you know, it's interesting how some people really give themselves permission to do the easiest thing possible. And one friend that kind of inspired me to lower the bar for myself, because I could be a little bit perfectionistic about birthday parties and get very overwhelmed. She just said, unapologetically, "Um, yeah, we don't do birthday parties for our kids. They have four kids. And she goes, what we do is we just take our daughter out, I'll take my daughter out for a day, and we'll just like, go and get a massage and go to lunch and get a pedicure or just have like a girl's day out. And so it's actually a fun day for the mother and the daughter Or they might take their son, one of their sons out to an amusement park for the day, but they are not having some elaborate party at their house. I forgot to mention this client had not only intentions of decorating her house, but she was gonna be cooking and getting her house clean before the party and then after the party. And, um, you know, whereas someone else might say, Hey, we're just going to go to Chuck E Cheese and, um, the kids can play video games and get pizza there. There's no mess in my house. I'm not cooking anything. Um, and I know that can get expensive, but, um, but there are other people that might say, Hey, just let's go meet at a park and I'll bring a couple bags of pretzels and a thing of cupcakes and a few bottles of water. And that's done deal. Like, it's really not that stressful. So why do some people really say it's fine? It's just the thought that counts. Doesn't have to be fancy. I'm not going to overwhelm myself. Maybe this is just not the time for me to overwhelm myself. I have a lot of stress in my life or work is busy or my kids are stressing me out or I'm dealing with depression or anxiety or ADD or whatever the reason may be. Um, Doing something is better than nothing. Having a casual party is better than not having a party at all. So if you're trying to put it to like a 10 out of 10 or a nine out of 10, just ask yourself, is this healthy? Is this realistic? Why am I doing this? Who am I trying to impress? And that kind of thing. Um, So um, another example, I mean, uh, another strategy would be to write down a list of to-dos and to try to prioritize them in the order that is most essential, like, you know, what do you absolutely have to have done before a party? Um, You know, do you really have to have everything decorated to an extreme? Do you have to make home cooked food? Do you have to have food at all? Um, So just kind of looking at that and maybe just kind of writing down the order of things. And that way you may not run out of time and find that, your guests are arriving and you don't have any plates out or any cups out or something like that. Um, So I think that is basically all I had to share. And I hope this is helpful.